Proudly presenting Camp Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania's first and only DIY punk rock summer camp. September 1st through 3rd in Scranton, Pennsylvania. Come camp with us for three nights of non-stop punk rock all weekend long, with over 40 bands and tons of activities. Tickets on sale now at camppunksylvania.com. That's camp, P-U-N-K-S-Y-L-V-A-N-I-A.com. See you there! Welcome to Your Life the Mixtape presents Headliners. Each week, I am joined by the best and the brightest stars of music from all over the world to find out a little bit about what makes them tick. This week, I am joined by one of my favorite artists. Uh, You can catch her on the Volume 4 premiere of Your Life the Mixtape. Please welcome the alt pop princess the one the only she is bex hello hello greg i'm so happy to be here again what a time to be alive (laughs) full disclosure uh bex and i have been hanging out for about an hour uh we we are recording this in the same day as uh the premiere of your life the mixtape volume four um so you know we're practically like housemates now uh <laughs> we basically are it's me you and the mice greg fantastic so tell me what is the worst question you've ever been asked in an interview can you imagine if i just turned around to you and i was like this one <laughs> <laughs> i think that would be the funniest answer but i'll give you an actual answer um, i came off stage um this was in july after a performance that i absolutely hated Um, I just felt like the audience were really hostile and I had to do an interview immediately after and I knew the interview was like meant to be at the performance but I said oh can we keep it general because I'm not going to be able to find anything nice to say and then and he goes oh yeah that's fine then he opens with so how was that for you he cut my answer out of the final video but um, oh I was not impressed by that at all. Yeah, that's not that's not great. Um, yeah. And y- your your first answer uh, to this, I I have fully expected someone to say, well, well, it's this actually. <laughs> well, I mean, I wanted to, but it's not the truth. So. <laughs> um, if you could collaborate with any musician, living or dead. Who would it be? Um, okay, I would like to write songs with Fickle Friends. They're my favourite band and they've been writing loads of cool stuff for like upcoming artists. So I'm hoping that I might drop them a message like later today because, um, hey, look, I want New Music Friday UK. I'm a big deal now. 
Yes. Um, <laughs> and I'll just see if they want to work together. Um, they're also very nice. So I'd really like to write with them. Fingers crossed that happens. Um, and if I was going to drop a song with someone, um, I would either like a Pablo Vitar remix of one of my oh. songs. Or I would really, really like to drop a song with Rina Sawayama. Yeah, I can see that. Well, I mean, I mean, or Gaga, obviously, because she's like God. But I just think that if she, if she so much as looked at me, I'd probably pass out. So I don't know if it would be very practical to collab. That's that's completely fair. That is yeah. that is completely fair. Describe your latest project using only one word unhinged i can see it okay yeah i mean the thing is you i don't i don't know if you listen to the full song now that it's out not yet not yet oh so for context people who are listening to this and it's not september 2nd anymore today is september 2nd my song prettier just came out today um and um, I would describe that song as unhinged because it's just sort of like me kind of like kicking kicking the doors down of like everything that I have been bottling up for ages and ages. Um, it's about body image. It's about um, recovery from like dysmorphia and eating disorders. And it is very angry. Um, it's very like maximalist in the production. And also it has a music video, which is out at 5 p.m. And um that's a horror movie parody. Oh, okay. That 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 explains that explains the visuals from social media. Yeah. I'm gonna have to check that out. I can't wait to check that it's, out. Now. It's honestly really good. Like, there's there's some pretty cringe bits where I do like some acting, and I think that's really embarrassing because <laughs> I don't think I can act. Um, but. Apart from that, I think it's really good. And everyone else in it is a professional actor and they all do amazingly, so. What artist would you drop everything to go on tour with if they asked you right now? Rina, Rina Sawayama. Uh, please let me open for you on tour, Rina. I'll be nice. <laughs> I won't be weird about the fact that I'm a massive fan. Rina, if you're listening, like this is this is a day of manifesting. We are we are manifesting all the things for you today. I mean, in all honesty, like I used to say that my career goal was to open for Fickle Friends, and I've done that. I did that nine months ago. So, hey, go big or go home. Yeah, I'm I'm going bigger now. That's right. If you could change one thing about the music industry, what would it be? Um, people over the age of 23 would not be considered old. Mm. I d genuinely, someone dead ass said to my face, like uh, someone who's like, you know, more senior than me in the industry. Um, he said to me, oh, well, if a female artist doesn't make it by 25, it's not going to happen. And then he goes, but you're like 22, right? To which I just said, Yes. But like, how sad is that? That if I'm like, if I'm like, if I, you know, if I'm 22, that's fine, but I need to get a move on. And if I'm 25, I might as well be fucking dead. Wait, yes. am I allowed to swear on this podcast? Yes, yes, absolutely. Okay. Yes. Good. Yeah, it, it really annoys me. Um, because 
like there's so much evidence that like music by people who are over 30 and even over 40 like resonates with people and people want it and like people like it like Rina Sawayama's 31 Lizzo's in her 30s Gaga's in her 30s and she's making some of the best music she's ever done like yeah what is not adding up but then you still like you still have all of these record labels making artists lie about their age yeah hmm that's um that's that's one that I I guess it's not one that I've thought about because it's it's I'm not as ingrained in the in the industry as as you are um but yeah that's that fucking sucks I hate that yeah it's really it's really annoying it's really rude what's a venue that you would give anything to play um with my band it would be brixton academy which if you've never been to the academy it's like a gorgeous venue it's amazing um and also the whole it's like five thousand capacity and the whole floor is sloped so that you can see wherever you are which is a big thing for me i'm five foot four five foot three ish and um Listen, if you get a big tall guy in front of me at any normal venue, I am screwed. But at the Academy, it's fine. I'll just go back a couple of steps and then I can see over his head. Oh, wow. I like that. Otherwise, um, I would love to do Royal Albert Hall with like a full orchestra. I just think that would be very camp. That, that would be fantastic. Probably, you know, like like a Christmas special with just like the biggest fucking Christmas tree. For no I, I do you know what? I would actually I actually in my head I'm like oh this could be like a one-off like Beck's show like if I was like somehow like really famous right I could do it as like a one-off and do like big orchestral versions of all the hits yes yes we're I, I we're, will have to have some hits first but we're getting there yeah we're moving I, there I feel like you've you've got some that will we're manifesting. We're manifesting we're today. For, we're waiting for sucker to come out. That's right. Um, what's your what's your worst habit during the songwriting process? Overthinking lyrics for a first draft, or like getting a little bit like, or getting overthinky like in a session with someone else, and just like not being able to like articulate what I'm feeling. That kind of only really applies to like when I'm writing a Beck song. Like if I'm writing for someone else, that's not an issue. I'll just sort of put down any old shit and be like, we'll change it later. Um, which is actually how some of my favorite lyrics I've ever written have come about. I wrote this song, Bored, with Zach Benson, which is out now. Um, and one of the lyrics was, I used to plan for the future. And we were trying to find stuff that rhymed with future and I was like Zach what about guess I never had a clue yeah and he was like mm, Bex I don't really think that rhymes and I was like look it rhymes if we say it rhymes and we can change it later <laughs> we put it in and it's out now and that's the lyric that is fantastic what what song do you wish you wrote I this is really I think this is gonna sound really arrogant but there kind of aren't any like I sort of feel like I'm I'm pretty at peace with like the songs I have written nice. and where I'm going with it. So I'm just like I'm chill. I don't really 
I don't really listen to songs and been like, oh, I wish that I'd written that. Sometimes someone writes a song that is like essentially like the same as my song and like thematically and then releases it first. Um, which, you know, I'm always like, oh, I wish I'd released that first. <laughs> but, you know, I don't, I don't go, oh, I wish that I'd written that. What I do is like, oh, I wish I'd written mine a bit quicker. <laughs> that's, that's fair. Describe your perfect day. Um, I would have to say April 25th because it's not too hot, <laughs> not too cold. All you need is a light jacket. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I have been, I have been waiting. That is the only reason (laughs) I did that question. I've been waiting for somebody to do it and you did it. Thank you. You know what? I don't have to do another episode of the show. Like it's great. We're done. Just cut it off here. See you later, everyone. It's over. (laughs) Like, bye. Have a good night. Tip, tip your weight staff. (laughs) Do you want a serious answer? (laughs) I, if you'd like. No, not really. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just here for the laughs now. Uh, what's what? What's a song lyric, um, yours or someone else's, that's always stuck with you? Um, okay, I want to tell you about my favorite Bex lyric, um, which is so innocuous, and it's not my, it's not like the best lyric that I've written, but it's my favorite. Um, in 2015 on new year's eve at 10 p.m my boyfriend at the time broke up with me in the most brutal way possibly in the most brutal way possible and um when i was like why are you doing this today of all days he went well it's just another day like it doesn't mean anything dick and um then a few weeks later oh he was called tom um, but the thing is, the person I'm currently dating is also called Tom. So, oh, um, it's it's a different person, but you know, it's just such a common name. Um, and then, like a few weeks later, he was like, "Oh, I hope we can be friends." And I said, "We were never friends." Best thing I've ever said. Um, like I was just like, "Well, we've never really been friends, so like, why would we be friends?" Um, because like literally from the first moment I met him, we were like into each other. Um, God, that's my doorbell going. I'm not going to answer it. Um, <laughs> so, in one more night, there's this lyric where she go, where um, I say she, because because it's not about <laughs> me. So I'm like, oh, the narrator says this. <laughs> um, there's this lyric: "We were never only friends," and that comes from me being like, "Oh, we were never really friends." Like it's literally just me, like doing a shout out to me for being salty. That's awesome. Because I just think it's so it's so easy to get to that position where you're like agreeing to be friends with your ex because you're like, oh, well, I've spent a lot of time with them. So clearly we can be friends. Like, no, you were not friends. You're not friends with that person. You're not. They're your ex. Like, I personally don't need to be friends with my ex because I have friends. Right. And if and if he doesn't, that's really not on me. Yeah. And I feel like we're conditioned that, you know, that's the that's the adult response is, oh, yeah, yeah. You know, we're still friends. No, fuck you, actually. 
it, even if it's not fuck you, like you don't need to be friends with them. Like yeah. you just don't. You can say I'll be civil if I see you, but you don't have to be their friend because like right. no, you're busy. You've got enough on. All right. Yes. You need space. What's your favorite uh, curse word? Um, I guess fuck. Okay. Like I feel like I say fuck a lot, and also, it's the only curse word I have in a song, which is that in prettier I say fuck. Nice. What's your favorite Beyonce song? People are gonna come for me for this, but it's Telephone. It's Telephone. Okay. By Lady Gaga, featuring Beyonce. I will. I will defend you if they come for you. Thank you. I mean, if it's a Beyonce only song, then it's probably Freakum Dress. Nice. Like that's just such a it's such a good song. That is a fantastic song. What is what is something that uh, people would be surprised that you own? I don't know if I'm a very surprising person, Greg. I feel like I'm, I've, I've, I genuinely feel like there's almost nothing that is surprising about things that I own. Um, maybe um, before I released Pretty, it would be that I own quite a lot of like heavy albums on vinyl. Um, like I've got Nova Twins, I've got some Vukovi, I think, I've got Slipknot. Like I've, I've, I own quite a lot of heavy music on vinyl, and I feel like that would have surprised people because I'm pop, because I'm a pop girly, but. I just like it. Hey. If if there was a I don't know that there's a British equivalent to Mount Rushmore. Um, it's okay. I know what Mount Rushmore is. It's got people's faces on it. And I can yeah. tell you right now, if there was a musical Mount Rushmore, it'd be the four members of ABBA. Nice. Excellent answer. I, do, I don't want to put anyone else on it. I just want to put ABBA on. Is that all right? Yeah, absolutely. Hey, it's your musical Mount Rushmore. You can put anybody you want on there. It's, it's ABBA. I just think <laughs> I just think they're the best. Using only colors, describe your music. I am so not a visual person, um, which might be surprising because I've got so I've got so much visual content coming out for this release but i've i've done this very generically i've just gone pink red orange sometimes a bit of purple like i'm very in that like warm spectrum um i do think that i have two songs that are red to me um hard to love is like a pinky red and prettier is like deep blood red nice for for someone who says they're not a visual person, that was a fantastic answer. Thank you. I'm I tried really hard at it actually. So you you are now the lead singer of of a super group. Um, who are the other members? Um, can I say the four members of ABBA again? Yeah. I don't think that I should be the lead singer though. I think that I think I should be on backing vocals and like occasionally singing a verse. Um, but I, I, I just, 
I can't think of anyone better. And also, I do feel like if I'm the lead singer of the supergroup, it's implied that everyone else in the supergroup is a worse singer than me. And I don't know if I can list those people. Okay. That's fair. Yeah. I I just I'd like to be I like, I just want I just want to meet Abba. I just want to shake their hands. You want to be the fifth member of Abba? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I I don't, I don't even know if I don't know if I want to disturb the balance like that because it's just very good, but you can just put another B in it and I could be in it, so. This is true. Wasn't um I don't I don't know if you're old enough to remember uh when they they tried to like reboot ABBA and with uh, A-teens. No. You may, not, you, you may not be old enough for that. Yeah. I don't like that. It was, it was short-lived. It was short-lived as it, as it should have been. Um, it's, uh, it's not good. <laughs> okay. I don't, I mean, yeah, it, it gives me bad vibes just thinking about it. Yeah. Um, so you are you are given the keys to the kingdom, so to speak, um, and you're allowed to cover one song from any artist's catalog. What song do you pick? Um, I would like to do a pop punk slash like pop metal cover of Physical by Dua Lipa. Like, uh, I think that is a song that could really shred. Yeah. I like that. Well, that would be good. You know what? We're we're starting. We're going to crowdfund this. We're gonna we're gonna buy the rights to to let you do that. I don't think. I mean, I don't think we are. I just don't. I don't think there's enough money in the world that she would take to let me do that to her song. But it would be really good. Mm. What's a what's a song that you've written that? And I feel like I know the answer to this already, but I'm going to ask anyway, that you feel would be perfect for a film soundtrack. I'm so glad you asked. I think that all of my songs should be synced <laughs> to major films um, and make me uh, a million pounds each. Um, so here are some suggestions. Any sync agents who are listening, um, I do not currently have sync representation, so you can come and talk to me. Um one more night for a rom-com prettier or hard to love for a horror movie final girl scene like you know when you're like coming out and you're like swinging a baseball bat at all the zombies um i think both of those songs could be really good for that um and i think the biggest mistake should be in a coming of age film thank you for listening <laughs> you can contact me to uh, license any of those songs that's that is a, yes that was that was my answer <laughs> Um, also yeah. for that. Great. <laughs> so this next question is uh, pick a cliche. I have three of the most cliche questions that musicians get asked in uh, interviews and I'll let you pick one to answer. And your choices are uh, who are your influences what got you started in music and what is your creative process like? Which one would you like? Um, I think I'm going to go with what got you started in music. 
and I'm going to answer it in a non-conventional way. Um, when I was about maybe six years old, S Club 7 held auditions to create S Club Juniors. And I was too young to audition because I think you needed to be 11. Um, and I was furious because I loved S Club and I thought I should be doing this. Um, and I didn't really have the talent or skill to back that up. Um, but I was filled with a righteous fury because I knew that I wanted to be an S Club viscerally. Um, I knew it. So that is what kind of got me started down the path of singing all the time, annoying my parents, annoying everyone around me, uh, being obnoxious as a child. Um, and then it continued through to me being obnoxious and annoying everyone around me as an adult. Um, and yeah, getting into music. I mean, if you're like, you know, if you're talking what got you started on, like doing an artist project, writing songs, um, then that would be COVID and having a lot of free time. Um, but really, it was all, it's all because of S Club. Nice. What is your strangest pre-show ritual? We play through a song, but with no instruments. So my drummer is hitting the air. My bass and guitarist sing their parts and I mime into a hairbrush. Nice. And I've got videos of that. If you want to insert the audio, <laughs> you absolutely can. Um, but that's what we do. We play through a song with no instruments. Huh. Interesting. Just means that, like, whatever the, whatever the new song is, right? Because basically, I don't do that many full band shows because it's expensive. Um, so I try and limit it to like tracks or just me and a guitarist most of the time. Um, and so, you know, when, when we're going, when we're about to go on stage, we go, oh, what's the new song that we like need to remind ourselves of? And we do it with no instruments. That makes complete sense now. Like, okay. Yeah. Um, do you consider yourself an artist or an entertainer? Um, why not both, baby? Um, entertainer in the streets, artist in the sheets. <laughs> I, I genuinely think, like, it's really important to be both. Like, because imagine if I did a... Imagine if I did a show and I played prettier and I didn't, like, roll around on the floor for it. Like, imagine if I, like, just stood there and sang, like... That's not it. Um, I need to entertain. I need to do more. Um, but then like it, you know, kind of the artist project and like saying something that resonates with people and that will mean something is also important to me. So I'm both. Nice. Excellent. How many alarms does it take to get you out of bed in the morning? Um zero to one i'm just built different i don't know what to tell you queen now shit. If, I was, if i was getting up when you are because it's like 7 a.m for greg right now if i was if i was getting up at this time um it might take me two alarms maybe um but i i tend to wake up naturally because i 
work quite flexible hours I often start work at like 10 a.m um I don't really need an alarm to get up at half eight nine what is the biggest misconception about musicians um that women don't know about tech and vocalists don't know about tech maybe it's a, maybe it's more of a vocalist thing than a woman thing but when i do a full band gig male sound techs will walk up to our whole band and they'll go who's ready to speak to about tech and they will look at the three boys and they don't even look at me because they assume that as a vocalist and a woman i don't know what the tech spec is and I wrote the tech spec. Like I know I, I'm not the most techie person, but I know exactly what we need on that stage because I've learned because I want to be able to tech my gig if something goes wrong. Like they know who the act is, but they will always ask a boy. And it it really annoys me. So I would say the biggest misconception about musicians is that um, vocalists and women don't know about tech. Hmm. Get your shit together musical tech people. yeah yeah I mean like sometimes my band members will joke like there was a guy um who just completely ignored me the entire time until I literally got on stage and I asked him a tech question um and I was like oh this is meant to sound like x can you turn x up and like where is this diing into like I basically like asked him a bunch of questions about like stuff I wanted him to do and that was the first time that he'd acknowledged my presence um and my my guitarist leo was like oh well it is actually impossible for a guy with a mohawk to talk to a woman so they make they make jokes about it like we all know it's happening but it's like what do we even do about this because like we can't it's it's really annoying because you can't call someone out for being sexist when you're trying to work with them because they're not going to want to work with you like people don't like being called out um so you sort of just have to like try and force them to acknowledge you But it's annoying. Yeah. Uh, what moment in your career are you most proud of? Um. Oh my gosh, I'm gonna yawn. <sighs> I did do a headliner last night, so I am tired. Um. I would say it's probably that I headlined Nottinghamshire Pride this year. Um, I'm from Nottingham originally it's in the East Midlands of the UK and it's a lovely place and I played the main stage as one of the headliners of Nottingham Pride and it was just like the most gorgeous day um, I turned up like I because obviously I'm a small artist like not really many people there knew me there were about like I looked out into the audience and I could see like maybe 10 people out of 300 who knew the words but like I made them all sing along they all loved it. I gained like 50 new followers that day on Instagram, like just from that audience. And it was just a lovely day. And I'm really glad that I did it. And I, I yeah, it's not like, oh, I won because I headlined because it's, it, you know, it's a small local pride. Um, But it's just like, it was just a lovely day. And I'm very pleased that I did it. That's fantastic. I love that. Sorry, I, I've lost my place on the on the list of questions. Um, oh, it, oh, what's the first song I remember hearing? Yes. 
what is what is the first song you remember hearing um honestly probably something stupid like the thomas the tank engine theme tune but that was a banger so no regrets that's fair that's fair as yeah and there should be none no absolutely none it's it's very interesting now that like despite the fact that like my best friend is a scouser from liverpool um i the thing that i most associate the scouse accent with is thomas the tank engine Nice. It's just room going rating. I love it. If you could start your career over from the moment you decided to pursue music, would you do anything different? Um, I just wish that I'd decided that earlier. Like, I wish I'd actually pursued music instead of wishing, instead of just thinking it was something I couldn't do. Um. Maybe I would have got onto TikTok earlier. It's um, I got I I got a notification on my TikTok uh, earlier uh, about um, turning on like the the thing that artists have where you can hit the tab and it shows all their and I'm like. I, I have never once put why why TikTok what what about my content makes you think that I've I have music out like it's very bizarre algorithms are not always clever but I I genuinely I wish that I'd been on TikTok in 2020 because I wasn't I I joined in 2021 and it was literally like my tenth video I blew up and like got me to it got me all these opportunities and I wish that I'd done that earlier. What keeps you up at night? Um, mostly worrying how I'm going to juggle everything the following day. Because I have a full-time job and then I do music. I also have my radio show and I also have a partner and I have friends. And it's like, uh. <laughs> so mostly that. Would you ever try acting full-time? Um, I think that would be ill-advised. <laughs> <laughs> listen you watch the music video for prettier and then you tell me whether you think i should try acting full-time the thing is i know i give good face i know that i can perform like if there's a song on but if it's just like me saying words i'm like no okay. can't do it can't do it so tell me about your latest project um, I have a song called Prettier that just came out um, today for, for us, but a while ago for listeners. Um, and that is a aggressive, angry pop punk song about um, body image and beauty standards and um, kind of trying to recover from like everything that other people have put on you about your body. Um, and it's very furious and very angry. Um, probably at the time this goes out my latest project is going to be that I'm choosing songs to go on my EP um, I'm like about uh, like in a couple of weeks I'll be doing final track selections and then I've got to produce it and make sure that everything's nice and sounding sexy ready to release starting in 2023 I think 
Excellent. I, I was really hoping that I'd have a collab out before the end of this year, but I don't think that's going to happen now. And then, um, so you kind of already answered it, but but what's what's next for you? What are we? What can we expect from Bex? Um, a really nice little alt pop EP um, with some very hooky tunes. Nice. And Possib I, I'm very excited about it. Possibility of a tour, maybe. I genuinely don't think that I have the audience for a tour. What I would really like to do is I would like to be the support act for somebody else on tour. Um, Cause I just don't trust that I could actually sell out like a 50 person venue in every city. Like I know, I know that I can sell 50 tickets in London cause I just did it, but I don't know that I can do that even in my, even in Nottingham, even in my hometown, I don't know that I can do that. So we'll see. I want to kind of test it out. And like the way to test it out is to be a support app for someone else. So that's what I want to do. Nice. Do you want to, any artists in particular you'd like to uh, shout out that might want to, you might want to go open for? Let's think of something that's realistic. I mean, listen, Rina Sawayama, call me. Um, more realistically, I would love to work with Fickle Friends again. Um, I also write songs with um, a guy called Josh Noble, who's the lead singer of a band called Larkins. Um, if Larkins want to take me on tour, that'd be great. But I have a feeling that next time they go on tour, they're going to take Phoebe Hall and not me. But if they wanted to take me, I'd be very game. Um I can't think of anyone else. I can't think of anyone else that would actually realistically take me on tour. Well, they should. Well, yeah, they probably should. Yeah, like, not, not, not that I'm, I'm threatening anyone. I, I just realized they, <laughs> they, they came across a little threatening. Um, oh, you know. there's also, there's also a band called Deco who I supported in May, and um, I really like them. They're very nice. So if they, nice. if they're going on tour soon, which I think they are, I would love it if they would take me. Fantastic. So Bex, thank you uh, for spending my morning, your kind of early afternoon uh, with with me. Uh, I have I have enjoyed the time that we have spent together immensely. Um, Good. I'm glad. If you would like to uh, tell the folks listening at home uh, where they can find you online and where they can hear your stuff, and I highly recommend that they do. Well, yeah, they should. Um, you can go find me at BexMP3 on all social media. Also, youtube.com slash BexMP3 if you want to see my music videos. And my music is on Spotify, Apple, Tidal, Deezer, Pandora. You know, wherever you, wherever you get music, I'm there. And you can just find me by typing in B-E-X-X. -X. That's me. Fantastic. Um, thank you again. Thank you so much. Uh, you know, I'm a I'm a huge fan of you. Uh, have been from the moment that you sent me that message on Instagram, and I was like, well, let me check her out. Um, so I am I am rooting for you. Thank I you. I mean, I'm hoping that the rest of today is going to go great, and I'm going to hit a thousand streams, and everything will be lovely. I mean, I think I might because I'm on Mu New Music Friday, and that's, that's crazy. Right. 
Love this podcast? Consider supporting this show. You decide how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Visit the link in the episode description to support now.